I don't know. It's, it's man, this is a pretty good show. But I feel like we need a. I don't feel like there's been so many spoilers now that uh, I I don't think I want to go through the effort of bleeping them all out. It might just render the middle section of the podcast unlistenable to. So I think I'm going to put this last 30 seconds as a pre-roll. Just be like, hey, the show's pretty good, but it's really weird, and it never really comes to a satisfying conclusion, but it's still pretty good, and you should watch yeah. it, and don't get spoiled. Well, we, I, didn't, I didn't spoil that much, frankly. Really? I, you know, yeah. I, I mean, mean, you kind of have things sorted out in your head by the time you get there. You have suspicions yeah. about what's going to happen. And your suspicions should be are proved right. Regardless, so. if you're the type of person that cares about spoilers, I mean, maybe they aren't that big. I don't know. I don't know that I have the perspective to you're know. Not, seriously, but, though, you're not watching this show to enjoy the story. What? We're what? good. We're good. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. Talk about some Skull Man. Are you just fresh off of uh, the Skull Man? Yeah, but... Um, I only got about halfway through. It's all right. In the end, you missed you missed some of the craziest stuff you've ever seen in your life, though. Oh, who am I well, kidding? I fully this was to nowhere near as crazy as like Apocalypse Zero, Dune Megalopolis. Well, Wicked that's City, a different sort Demon of City, crazy. Shinjuku, <laughs> love Hina. <laughs> Almost every I love Hina. I don't know. I don't know if that was so much crazy as just sad. <laughs> it's crazy that somebody made it. That that's like you Is know pathetic crazy. Yeah. It's like crazy that human. This was the result of human endeavor, kind of crazy. Like that sex robot by that company in New Jersey. Yeah, so ronery. Hey, some some people got to make a sex robot. <laughs> Let's it's not blame the people who make the sex robot. Let's blame the people who make the sex robot a necessity. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Who necessitated the creation of the sex robot? I don't know if you can ever really call that a necessity. They provided a market. Somebody still had to make uh, a conscious choice. How can you choice. not? You say that now because sex robots suck. <laughs> <laughs> In ten or fifteen years, they're going to be awesome. I have no way, man. Ten or fifteen years is going to be awesome because I'm going to be all uh, Han Soloing <laughs> it through some post-apocalyptic wasteland, shooting them. Oh, oh, that'd be awesome if they all revolted. Yeah, exactly. But then you'd have a bunch of naked, evil robots. <laughs> It'd be like, well, I know you're scary, I but it's so hard to take you I'm seriously. Not a boner. <laughs> also that, it's like, I'm so confused. So many conflicting emotions. I don't even think there would be that many conflicting emotions for a lot of American <laughs> males. Like, uh, you know, yeah. There's a lot of anger tied up in that. Mommy issues. Stupid girls and don't want to pay attention to me. Now I kill you, robot. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't, yeah. they just turn all the nerds loose on them. Except that, you know. Yeah. This is revenge for high school. Yeah, And exactly. college. And post-college. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. We just unleashed Daryl Surratt, and he'd take care of all of them. <laughs> oh, poor Daryl. Snaps snaps no it's fine he can do it at any time he's got a podcast their podcast is like four times as many listeners as ours it's true they could get the hookup just don't choose not to so skull man yeah this is a show it's a crazy it's a show. Ass show yeah it's totally it i mean I, i'm looking on the back and i realized that uh the reason that a lot of this stuff is crazy 
is because it is, you know, sort of a, uh, I don't know what the correct term is. Is it Sentai? It's like that. It's like a cartoon version of the Power well, Rangers. I mean, yeah, I guess basically because... Or it's more, it's more closely it, related to Common Rider. Because the guy who yeah, made this well, also made Common Rider. But uh, the guy who made it was the guy who did, like, you know, Cyborg 009 and shows like that. So mm-hmm. you kind of get the influence. I... I am not sure that this show has anything to do with the manga. Did he actually... Was he involved in Kamen Rider? Or am I just making that up? Uh, yes. Or maybe you're thinking... He did Kikaider. Maybe I am um, thinking of Kikaider. I don't know about Kamen Rider. Eh, whatever. Would be Close enough. Yeah, I mean, they, they all follow the same kind of bent. And yeah, you can, you can kind of dig that. There's a masked guy going around. But, I mean... I haven't uh I haven't finished it, but oh yeah, it was him that did Common Rider. Okay. So we have confirmation. Uh I haven't finished it, but like the vibe I get from the first half is that uh there's it, there's basically like a V for Vendetta thing going on here. It it is kind of like V for Vendetta. It's a little more I don't know, obtuse. There there are supernatural forces at work. So it's not like you've just got this town that was responsible for the murder of a pharmaceutical CEO and his son, and that these this group of people have been running this city since then. Um, and the guy isn't necessarily out for revenge against them. The problem is that they're also kind of wrapped up in this more supernatural conspiracy to bring um, this mutagenic, perfect human into reality who will... I, they don't really explain the ends. Well, so it's, it's way more, I, and this is part of the problem with the show. If it was just a straight up revenge saga, I would be down with that. But it's a, re, it is kind of that, but not really, because the people who are, you know, the victims of uh, of the revenge are also kind of looped into this weird supernatural rebirth of a god plot. Yeah. And neither one is really clearly explained. <laughs> well, I'm kind of expecting that, considering with five or six episodes left, I'm like, mm, I haven't really delved too much into the plot yet. Oh my gosh, it, they only ever skim the surface. I watched this entire show, because it's actually a pretty entertaining show. I mean, for all the garbage that we've watched on this podcast, yeah. this definitely isn't <laughs> That's like thing. 100% awesome. But I was like... I'm always so happy when Chris Orr sends us something that I actually like. Well, I mean, the cover of this is totally badass. Like, if you saw yeah. this in the store, the DVD box. you would be sorely tempted to buy it. Yeah. Frankly. And that's really the only reason I was even interested in watching all 13 episodes. Because there are points in this show where the cover of the DVD carried me through. And frankly, <laughs> the show does not deliver on the promise of the cover. It's However, going on. It's going on. It's like white male society, Kierkegaard, Nietzsche, and you're like, yeah. Well, they don't the even cover. talk about Kierkegaard. It's mostly Nietzsche. <laughs> I think Kierkegaard <laughs> just gets mentioned because he's a German philosopher. It's I don't like know. Rosantimont comes up and like it's a casual conversation. Dude's like, yeah. are you familiar with Rosantimont? <laughs> and uh, uh, he like this, which I thought was kind of funny because like the main character clearly is not. He's a uh, <laughs> Kind of like a not-so-worldly journalist from Tokyo, or not very well-read, let's say. So the guy mentions to it, and he's talking about Rosantamon, he talks about the Ubermensch, and for like the next episode and a half, 
That's all the main character says. Well, yeah, it's totally bizarre because that that whole line of thinking just stops because really? the doctor. I mean, have you the the ponytail doctor who first introduces him to the idea that you know the voice of God? We found it in audio. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're gonna you know create the superhuman being. He gets killed by the skull man. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> and really, once he's really dead, early on. <laughs> They just dropped the whole Nietzsche thing. It's just gone. Oh, oh really? God, I was I was getting myself prepared for that to be like the entire plot. No, it isn't. In <laughs> fact, the, whole, I the voice of God doesn't <laughs> even come back up. Really? Oh my! Because I've everything. It sort of does. I'm, it it sort of does. Look at it with this Nietzsche bent. Well, I mean, I guess the Nietzsche. I completely forgotten about the Nietzsche bent by the end of the show, but the whole idea of the rebirth of you know man as a greater being i guess plays into nietzsche but they don't there's not a really strong thematic tie and i'm guessing that when they're talking about the voice of god which they supposedly distill from a wagner aria yeah uh i don't whatever um so (laughs) there's some weird like maybe kind of nazius stuff going on yeah that's that's just so god hates the jews huh we finally (laughs) had the proof well, that's also crazy because when this show begins, you're like four episodes into it before you realize that you're in an alternate history Japan that's separated into two countries. Yeah. Well, they yeah they have this thing where where they're sitting in the the movie theater, and that's one thing I really like about this show is it, it has this let's call it an anti future bent. So yeah. it's clearly it clearly takes place in contemporary times, but there's a lot of weird things like Grotz pointed out a rotary phone, but. A lot of scenes take place in this movie theater, and the movie theater has, like, newsreels before the film, Uh, which is not something that's happened probably in, like, 50 years (laughs) (laughs) or more. Yeah. So, I mean, which makes sense, because this stuff is, like, I I don't know specifically when Skullman came out, but this guy was active in, like, the 60s, pretty early on. Yeah, the original Skull Man was in this was nineteen seventy. Yeah. Which just from sort of um grazing the plot synopsis on Wikipedia, it clearly has nothing to do with this plot. Only in like sort of the most basic ways, which the plot of the manga at least seems to be basically V for Vendetta. Except that the Skull Man battles a shadow he well, he is a shadowy crusader who battles the syndicate and its evil leader, Rasputin. But the awesome part, because this is the 1988 manga. I guess the 1970, which was the original, was just a one-shot. Um, but like, blah, blah, blah. I just got to read this line. In fact, he was so intelligent and unearthly that he was a mutant, a being of, and this is in bold print, new manity. <laughs> which I guess is what comes after humanity. Dude, that's awesome. I which be I guess human. is like, I mean, they had the things called Newmans in like Fantasy Star. Which is yeah. probably just short for humanity. I guess that's true. I had never noticed that. But I wasn't once some sissy mage with an afro. What the heck? I thought you were like pausing to take a breath. I thought you were like, let me <sighs> redefine my thoughts just to make sure I get this out right. Yeah, like it's just like bated uh, breath. Yeah, someone makes it like I was using, just taking a pause. Like that's an interesting point, which people, you know, that's a 
uh, a re- uh, yeah, I guess a rhetorical strategy, actually, you know, yeah. or an or- oratorical strategy. <laughs> I, 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 I imagined you holding one finger aloft. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> but... No, but yeah, uh, I can't even remember what I was talking about. I don't know. Who knows? But we're talking about Skullman. Yeah. And stuff is crazy. Uh, having only seen half the show, I'm I'm kind of sad that some of it needs to get spoiled for you, Dave. But the stuff That's really funny. gets crazy. Um, like, for real crap. crazy. You want to know what's crazy? When you have the time, look up Shotaro Ishinomori on Wikipedia. Because he has a Japanese afro. Yeah, dude. I looked up a picture of him. He's got like that weird curly hair. It's not even like a Japanese afro. It's like a yeah. a Japanese helmet. Like it, it's puffy, but it slopes down over his shoulders. It it's does like, an, like it's perfectly a Japanese surround mane. his head. Yeah, I don't even know. Couldn't he, I've never seen a Japanese person with curly hair. I think he perms it. Yeah, probably <laughs> because that is that is some wild stuff. And he's also got those like hardcore seventies glasses in that picture. Yeah. Oh, if you scroll down the page, apparently at the Man- the Manhattan Museum, or is oh no, I guess that's that's supposed to be a pun. Uh, I guess it's the Mangaton Museum. Uh, there's a bronze statue of Ishinomori's hand, <laughs> and it's just sort of outstretched. So I guess you could go and shake it if you want. That's pretty cool. When I was in Japan, I should have gone. Shake the hand of the guy that. Made the yeah, skull right. man. They'd shoot you. They'd be like, "Get they off would. our hand!" You no touch. It'd probably Not be like the right, the right level to like cut my balls. <laughs> and that's well, you when they start likes. shooting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the skull man, like, uh, I mean, so you're in this crazy post World War II Japan that has been somehow divided into two different countries. So there's this background of uh, military dictatorship, or at least, you know, extreme nationalism. Uh, and you're in a city where it's possibly being... The, the revenge of a murdered uh, CEO of the company that basically runs the city. Uh, he was killed in a fire, and so was his son, supposedly. But now there's this skull man going around killing people, and he might be the supposedly dead son of... Uh, the murdered CEO. They don't actually make that clear in this show. And somebody Ever? might claim that they do, but I was keen to listen for it. And this show was actually pretty entertaining, so I wasn't like, you know, yeah, playing Ember or whatever. <laughs> Ember Ebony? Uh, I didn't have Ebony open in a side window. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't not Ember. A Torchlight. Torchlight, tor- yeah. Ember is that stupid kids movie with Bill Murray. It oh, looked okay. like it would be cool, but then I realized Man. it was a kids' movie. Just out of curiosity, I googled. I was like, "It's Torchlight's been out for like five months now. They must have released a co-op mod." Nope. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, I wasn't doing anything else while I was watching it because I wanted to figure this out, and they never really make it clear. You never know exactly who the Skull Man is. Yeah, you I was do kinda... know that there's a guy pretending to be the Skull Man who is in the employ of the targets of the actual skull man uh, that that totally makes sense to me because i felt <laughs> i i felt like he had sort of like a dichotomous morality well no the, the real skull man is always a dick like when you put on the skull that's man the mask apparently that's one of the side effects you are just a jerk but so wait is is the guy on the train of or was the guy on the train the second time a fake skull man if he's using a gun it's it's the fake skull man what 
But that's like yeah. every time. Exactly. Most of the times you see the Skull Man, he is the fake Skull Man. Oh my God! Spoilers. Yeah, I might real, actually, dude. I might actually bleep that out. That blows <laughs> my mind. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And so, get this: the fake Skull Man <laughs> is at some point, I believe, murdered by the real one. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, because you I, can't I have that. some dude squatting on your style. Like that's just yeah. crazy. He's like, how many friggin' Skullmans hey. do you think are in this friggin' town, buddy? It's also like, really? Where did you find somebody to tailor you this, you know, fine 18th century garb? Like, why is that what the Skull Man is wearing? He's like dressed like a villain from Sherlock Holmes. Well, yeah, he does have like a... What is that thing? It's not like an... I mean, it's kind of like an ascot. Yeah, he's got like some kerchief wrapped around his is neck it, that is like it perhaps called a cardiff? Out. Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know enough. A town. I mean, picture like an eighteen somebody that would be a character in you know a Jane Austen novel. That's basically yeah. what the Skull Man is wearing. Yeah, he rides up on a horse, except he's got the cybernetic skull helmet on. Yeah, and he's accompanied by two uh, mutating humans who become mutated animal humans in yeah. the form of a Doberman and a lion, which and frankly, uh, has not showed up again thus far for me. They come back in a big way. When the show actually gets really good, it is transformed human mutants versus cybernetic uh, robot warriors from America, I think. I think they're from America. What? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's like there's this one like the, the show like it's really one of those shows that isn't really great overall, but yeah. it has these flashes of brilliance. Because the, when they introduced the cybernetic robot warriors, I really wish they could have just had these guys around for a 26-episode season. Yeah, because I mean, that's what... they're really kind of cool. Like, they're all totally crazy, one of them more than the others. And they've all got these neuroses that go unexplained but are very persistent throughout their time on screen. So, it's, I don't... They're, yeah, it's actually a colorful cast of uh, robot assassins. Well, that's what I... Um... I was thinking, even watching the first six episodes, I was like, I wish this show was longer. I do, too. More could have been explained. Like, anything could have been explained. This is worse than Lost. Like, yeah. the show well, just ends. Oh, let's, and let's not say like, things we can't take back, Joel. It is. I'm, I'm going for it. Stuff <laughs> just starts happening. Nothing gets explained. The entire population of the town that wears the White Bell uh, Society's right. locket Apparently, if you pull the wings off that locket, or I'm assuming they're wings, I don't know, you pull a part of this locket off. Do they just off, die? And it emits a noise that turns you into a lizard monster. <laughs> so, like, by the end of the show, it's like the military has taken over this town inexplicably, and they're fighting off the uh, the entire population that has been turned into lizard monsters. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense to me. And this is all in the background while one of the cybernetic... Uh, robot assassin guys uh, is uh, you know double crossing one of the uh, the military general who's leading I don't even know if you want to call it the coup d'etat in the town uh, he double crosses him to get a warhead even though he's got a spider tank that shoots lasers at which point I think you don't need a nuclear missile yeah one, one wouldn't think I think the spider tank would be enough yeah you don't need the nuclear bomb just drop the spider tank it's like, what's more devastating to their population? Just drop it on something? Yeah, you just you drop it in the middle of a city. It's like, well, we were going to continue fighting the war, 
But then they dropped a spider tank that we could not destroy in the middle of New York City, and it went on a two-week-long rampage, incrementally killing the entire population. <laughs> I know when we fight those spider tanks in WoW, there's one raid where there's two of them at the beginning, and they're like the only thing that can do damage in that whole like 20-minute stretch of things. The rest is well, just fun. The worst part of the spider tank is it's like total overkill, because it's completely impenetrable, at least to conventional weapons. So, you know, it could just, like, wash, walk up and smash your tank. Yeah. But it's also got, what's this, a giant, lasers. you know, Gatling gun that it is uses it, to destroy your armored laser? vehicles. And then it starts shooting lasers. It's like, come <laughs> on. Why would you even bother with the Gatling gun? Yeah, it what seems like you wouldn't waste the What could the that bullets. the laser wasn't good enough for? It's like going through buildings and stuff. It's just randomly spraying the laser everywhere. So it's like the actual realization of the pyramid tank from the Highlander anime? Yeah. It's like, oh, this is actually it's a, good. So it's what's really crazy. It's like, it's not even just a laser and that, you know, it could cut through things. It's one of those special lasers that melts through the wall of your building and then makes the building blow up. Oh, that's actually pretty sweet. Yeah. I like the I mean, delayed reaction explosions in anime. It's like, yeah, it just yeah, hit it's like, like a propane tank or something. Yeah. It's like Japan must be like packed full of them. Yeah. And I don't even think propane tanks would interact with lasers in the way that they propose to produce an explosion like this. That's probably but true. Also, propane on, tanks aren't really that, that scary. Like, there's like these weird moments where the, yeah, the laser will wash across a building, but it won't be in like a straight knot line. It'll make like a, a really diagonal. shallow sign curve. Yeah, it's like, woo. It's like, you're a robot, right? Like an R-type laser. Guy. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just to, like, stun you. It's like, wow, the curve is so beautiful. Oh, my God, it exploded. <laughs> yeah, it ex- so you don't run been, away. I shouldn't have been looking. Otherwise, you might have had time to escape the explosion. Yeah. Even though I don't know what you're escaping to. Lizard monsters? It really yeah. sucks to live Save in this city me, by the end of school, people. man. <laughs> yeah, stupid Otomo city. Why do we come here? Stupid tax You're incentives. already terrorized by the phantasm of a dead... Uh, pharmaceutical CEO's son. Which everybody just accepts as fact. Like, I thought he was kind of an urban legend at the beginning, but no. Everybody's just, it's just like, yeah, phantom around, killing people. <laughs> like, when that detective <laughs> saves the, the main character, and then he gets put in the hospital because he gets shot, and the nurse is like, wow, you actually stood down the, the evil phantom. And I was like, you don't just, nobody says evil phantom <laughs> like that's not something that people discuss like oh like on the news it's like the evil phantom struck again the monorail yeah. don't ride it because you're gonna get killed if you do yeah i love how also like one of the ways he kills you is that you get on a monorail train that runs after midnight when the monorail is closed yeah that's common knowledge why'd you get on the monorail well that's the, the I thing that's i a- immediately thought of is that really scary part in silent hill 3 where after the, the mall turns to the nightmare world and you have to run through the subway, uh, if you stand too close to the subway tracks at this one point, a ghost pushes you into the, the tracks and then a train runs you over. Uh, and after you know that, you know never to stand near the subway tracks. And now when I ride the subway, that's all I can think about. <laughs> it's, not, it's not all I can think about. But, you know, when you look down those – when you look at those – yellow caution lines that tell you how far back you're going to stand. I'm like, hell yes, I'm going to stand that far back because I don't want a ghost pushing me into the train. Yeah, you're like, you're not only standing that far back, but you're also kind of like 
leaning back. Yeah, back against, against like an invisible force. <laughs> ghosts can move through walls, Dave. You got to get ready for them. You're gonna have to judo flip that ghost. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, the Skull Man is. I mean, and what's really crazy is that we can't even. You needed to have watched this whole show. Oh, there well, is stuff going I mean, I'm on. Going to. Oh, you know All what? Right. Real, this. I mean, this. Uh. They kind of do just, like, drop things. Because remember, in, like, the first two or three episodes, there was that whole Macbeth kind of thing. Yeah. They were, like, saying lines from Macbeth. And then that has not been mentioned since. Yeah. So, which, I mean, Macbeth was about betrayal. So maybe that's just the theme of betrayal. Yeah. But even the, like, the whole betrayal thing, that gets dropped pretty quick, too. Yeah. Because I think that... Really, the the nature of the skull man or the nature of the skull mask is that it just turns you into, uh, like, I don't even know, an antihero. Like on the back it says, "Flesh rots, blood corrupts." I don't, is that true? To be the ultimate antihero, you have to be bad to the bone. And that's what the skull man actually says to the last like villain. Yeah, he's like, "You talk too much. True evil is silent." I'm like that's pretty. That's, that's pretty evil. That's really scary. Actually, although if you could have said it in sign language, <laughs> yeah, maybe, that like, would have made him a card. He's like, "Well, I'm not true evil. I'm working on it, though. I mean, but just that I, I'm going to blow your mind right now. I'm not going to tell you how it happens or what the context is. But in this show, there are no less than three skullmen. What? Okay, so one splits in half, and then we <laughs> they cut him in yeah, half. Yes, so like Skullman mitosis. And then we find out that yeah, <laughs> Skullman reproduces by budding. This isn't like the Incredible Hulk, where he was like the Gray Hulk for a little while, and then it's a legitimate other dude. Yeah, it's like, it's, we're not talking about like the Red Hulk. We're not talking yeah. about Supergirl or like Black Superman <laughs> or Superman of Steel. That's actually Shaquille made of steel. No, not oh man, that was not Kazam, not Kazam. <laughs> oh, they should put Shaquille O'Neal in more movies. Mm-hmm. I miss those days. Oh man, I was doing something uh, on Twitter for a while that like I don't think everybody ever picked up on, but I was just kind of having fun where I was taking quotes from anime and then attributing them to Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like, cause if you ever read Shaquille O'Neal's Twitter, which uh, is kind of the reason to read Twitter, uh, he just he quotes himself, and it seems like you know I don't know the man, but just judging by the caliber of the quotes, it seems like he's actually cribbing them off of motiv- motivational posters and attributing them to himself. It's possible. I was, you should remake, like, somebody should Photoshop the hang in there thing, but put Shaquille O'Neal, like, dangling <laughs> from a wire. But then if you pan down, you would see he was actually just standing on the ground. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal, you could have let go at any moment and been fine. You're enormous. Very tall. Yeah, so, Skull Man. Pretty, pretty crazy it's show. A, it's pretty crazy. I think it deserved a full run of 26 episodes. Kind of disappointed it only got 13. Uh, I guess it's a recent production. Yeah, I don't know, it's, when did it it's come out? 2007. The guy who yeah, directed so... this, the only other things he's directed is that crappy Ruin Explorer show, which is just some oh, dumb OVA, uh, and Otaku No Video. That's a weird... Uh... 
Yeah. Weird IMDb list. <laughs> they must be leaving something out. He had to do some commercials in between. Oh, oh whoa. This might have actually been the guy that dire- he directed at least one episode of Giant Robo. There's a pedigree for That's you. That's nuts. Um, he was involved in Captain Tyler, but most of his stuff just seems to be storyboards. Well, that's all right. He's been in some, I mean, he's been involved in some pretty dope stuff, and Skullman yeah. is uh, is pretty dope. Seriously though, the cover art is pretty freaking cool. Yeah, it's like I don't even know how the kids find their anime these days in the in the Best Buy maybe. Yeah, but it is like I because you, you got it before me, and you were like, man, this is one rad looking show, and I was like. <laughs> Just the name sounds kind of cool. I can get behind that. And then I received it, and I was like, whoa, I want I want to watch this. <laughs> yeah, just to give you an idea, and I guess it's appropriate since we already mentioned Macbeth, it's the skull man hunched over, kneeling in a pool of blood, staring down at his blood-soaked hands. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. Just a, and the box is white. You get, like, this crazy color contrast. I, I just want to know how, like, his hands got so bloody, but the rest of him still remains, you know, sort of unfazed. Yeah, that's true. Well, maybe he just dipped his hands into a, a vat of blood. Or someone's <laughs> he, stomach. He, was, well, he just had to, like, prepare for the photo shoot. He was like, all right, yeah. got to get this right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, I, it's a worth checking out. There's it's some... really weird. It's totally unexplained. But it's one of those bewildering shows that leaves you feeling somewhat satisfied. Yeah. There's, I, there's something about the show that just makes me want to like it. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't know is, what it, it is. It recalls a good deal of Kino's journey for me. Um, like, you know, there's a lot of talking. Stuff happens. It doesn't always make a lot of sense. But you're willing to go with it. Because it pays off in the form of, you know, crazy guys that they turned into robots. And human yeah. beings turning into foxes with many tails. I mean, I really, I really just like the main characters. I don't know how long they'll persist in being main characters. I guess um, most of them hang around for the rest of the show. Really? So even when like yeah. the robot Americans come in, yeah, no, that that's you're still cool through that. That's cool. Uh, I don't know. It's like it, it kind of just throws these ideas out there. So. If you want to look at the spectrum of anime being like, at the top, there's kind of like ghosts in the shell. And that's the best you're going to get, which is, like, they they sort of know how to use the philosophy, and it's sort of appropriately placed, but it's still (laughs) kind of really awkward. was a little heavy-handed at points. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, that, but that's the. I feel that that's the pinnacle of anime thus far. Like, all right, yeah. I can't really. You know what? It probably would most remind me of, though. I have not finished it, so I I don't know how it concludes. But it kind (laughs) of makes me think of Boogie Pop Phantom. Yeah, like just in the sort of general weirdness of it. Um, Yeah, I was actually thinking that when I first started watching this, the Skull Man kind of functions like Boogie Pop. Yeah, not a good guy, but not a villain either. Um, I mean, and that's cool. It's not sort of because. Boogie Pop Phantom is kind of unrelentingly dark, um, and this one is is kind of cheery in the moments yeah. when it's not very dark. Which is there's an orphanage. The kids seem happy there, you know. Well, it got a, it got like a genuine laugh out of me when the the detective buys the two of them lunch, and then like cuts the scene, and the next thing their stomachs have exploded. Like the girl looks yeah. like she's pregnant, and he's like, yes. "They're not human." And you know that's that is not an uncommon gag in anime, but I feel like it was pulled off pretty well here. And I don't know, there's something like 
like I said, it's not quite up to the ghost of the shell level of like, well, I can almost believe that this is all right, but it's still kind of awkward. <laughs> um, but it's no, it's definitely not at the like, why are you wasting my time with the stupid philosophy shit that you clearly do not understand? Yeah. So like, it's not if, like you know, I don't I don't really know what a good example of that would be. If you if you sat like down long enough, I. I bet we've seen a dozen shows like that since we started this podcast. I've got one show that might go that direction eventually uh, that we never got to finish. Oh, gosh, now I've forgotten what it's called. It was the chick that would, you know, one hand the pump action shotgun. Oh, uh, crap. Ergo Proxy. Yes, yeah, Ergo Proxy. I was going to buy like that, that had- like when... Uh, Deep Discount was having their sales. I guess this was last year. And I, I asked Daryl Surratt, and he was like, because I thought I remembered him giving a good review of it on Anime World Order. And he was like, no, it's actually bad, and you probably shouldn't buy it. And I was like, really? Because it had a chick with this shotgun, and there was a robot buddy, and they were, like, solving crimes. <laughs> but I, apparently that's... It after, sounds like, like a the, lot of things I like. <laughs> after the first four episodes, that, like, just stops being the plot. And th- I mean, oh, I mean, you can really think of Skullman as sort of a better version of that because they mentioned <laughs> things like smells of mosque was like one of the big things about like the the Ergo Proxy episodes that we saw, and then they don't really explain what that is, and that's kind of Skullman's mo too. But I, <laughs> in watching it, yeah. I found myself more satisfied. Maybe I can't make a a final verdict in regards to my satisfaction until like. It's even all the way through. Skullman never really rises above or disappoints. If you've seen the first six episodes, yeah, kind of uh, I think that you'll you'll be satisfied with the, the last seven. Yeah, I don't know, but for some reason, like like I said, I just want to like it. Like I watch it and I enjoy it, even though like when I watch Lost now, I'm like I'm kind of only watching this because we're six series in or six seasons in, and the fat guy and the Chinese guy are really funny. <laughs> Yeah. And I wish, like, cause the fat guy's always like, ah, I'm so fat. And the Chinese guy's like, I'm going to be so snarky and make a sarcastic comment. And I'm just like, why don't they just make a show about the two of them? Yeah. So that's really, like, the only reason I watch Lost now. Because it's like the mysteries, I don't care anymore. I stopped caring in, like, the second season. They're like, what's a smoke <laughs> monster? I don't know. Yeah, I forget what my point was. I guess I guess it was to say that while I watch these, this and Lost might share things in common from like a, a technical standpoint. Um, I actually enjoy watching this, where I have not enjoyed Lost in a long time, <laughs> or have not. <laughs> I, I have not like on. See, I don't want to say ironically, but like I have not watched Lost and been like the reason I'm watching this is certainly not because we're cracking jokes about it for 45 minutes while we watch it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a, man, this is a pretty good show, but I feel like we need a, I don't feel like there's been so many spoilers now that, uh, I, I don't think I want to go through the effort of bleeping them all out. And it might just render the middle section of the podcast unlistenable to, so I think I'm going to put this last 30 seconds as a pre-roll. <laughs> Just be like, hey, the show's pretty good, but it's really weird, and it never really comes to a satisfying conclusion, but it's still pretty good, 
and you should watch yeah. it and don't get spoiled. Well, we, I didn't. I didn't spoil that much, frankly. Really? I, you know, yeah. I, I mean, mean, you kind of have things sorted out in your head by the time you get there. You have suspicions yeah. about what's going to happen, and your suspicions should be are, are proved right. Re- regardless, so. if you are the type of person that cares about spoilers, if, I mean, maybe they aren't that big. I don't know. I, I don't know that I have the perspective to You're know. Not, Seriously, though, you're not watching this show to enjoy the story. Yeah. I'm telling you that right now because the story is not a story. (laughs) There isn't one. Stories have a beginning, a middle, and an end. I totally – This one is like all beginning. Oh, I felt like it was kind of all middle. Maybe it is all middle. I don't know. Either way, it's missing two crucial components of a story. What is that song, two out of three ain't bad? One out of three is still okay. Probably bad. Yeah, that's one probably true. Would, <laughs> in any other case, the B side for that one, one out of three sucks. Yeah, that was the sequel song. <laughs> I was sold. Uh, it's like a country song. Not as good. Um. All right, but that was. I'm so glad we finally got to talk about this show. It's been like a month. Yeah, it's been sitting there. It's. I think it's worth the effort. Yeah, I, really, I, I enjoyed it. I really did want to talk about it, and like it just. We just like never got around to it. And now that we've done this, well, there you go. we can do the Wicker Man. Oh no! Yes, we can do the Wicker Man. I had to, I already apologized to Paul on Facebook. I totally blanked on that. Yeah, did you I was at a, a at meeting that went longer than uh, than I thought it would, and then I was like, "I'm going to go to bed because my brain is fried." <laughs> you want to just try and set it up for Wednesday? Yeah, totally. I'll follow through podcast. this time. Yeah, because that seems like the easiest way to do it. All right, uh, you want to clap? Let's clap. One, two, There's three. Left inside of me. Yes. Maybe you can cry all night, but that'll never change the way that I feel. The snow is really piling up outside. show got that wicker man wait wicker man skull man sukaru man uh i like that opening theme song it's like <laughs> the 
You want to mention the saxophone? <laughs> you want to mention the saxophone? <laughs> I was like, are you crazy? Well, I mean, there have, there have been some highs. Man, we were just watching Macross Plus. That's a great soundtrack. Um, but, like, I I kind of like the soundtrack in this show. <laughs> like, a, I like the, the sort of, like, dreary, intense music. And I really like the saxophone stuff. Yeah, it's 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 a little less lighthearted than Cyborg zero zero nine one, or I guess double oh nine one as it's pronounced. <laughs> well, that's just zero zero nine. Zero zero double oh nine one is I'm a sexy robot assassin. <laughs> um, I think she did. Yeah, they had like a cross section of her boob. It had like a bullet in the middle of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's for close range encounters. Yeah, 